not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of The Resistance. We finally made it back to a brand new episode. I know, I know, you know, you guys don't have to tell me. We've been gone for a hot minute and sorry, not sorry. That's all I can say, you know. Yeah, hashtag sorry, not sorry. I hope you missed us and I hope that makes all y'all be like, oh my gosh, the resistance has a new episode. We're go- we're all gonna go and watch it as soon as it uploads. Darn right. Uh, yeah, we end up having like, I don't know, like a hundred listens in one day. That'd be that'd yeah. be rocking. Yeah. We've let y'all be lazy long enough. We've just given y'all a break. You know, so hope you're happy we're back. I know I'm glad to finally be back and uh looking forward to to making it through a full recording of uh the resistance. So yeah. Yes. Fingers crossed Me we too. can make it. Me too. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, they are. Fingers crossed. I I would cross my toes, but I'd probably end up with a Charlie horse or something. I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah, that kind of hurts a little. That's what happens but, in our old age. Yeah, you know, that's okay. Uh well guys, a lot has happened since uh we last had an episode. Uh I think the uh, the last time we we actually like really chatted with you guys, Elon had had bought Twitter, and and now Biden was doing all his, his normal babbling, and and now the country seems to be on a still on its downhill decline into socialism and communism and Bidenism and whatever else isms you want to call it, you know. But uh, plenty to go around. Yeah. Um, you know, it seems like COVID's trying to make its its uh its rounds again. Uh, you know, I, I know my wife; she uh, has contracted COVID yet again, and she's not allowing me to not be around her. So that's that's good to know. It's good news. She's trying you to. Should walk in on a full hazmat suit every time you go in there. I should. Maybe I should just go in there with a Kroger bag tied around my head. <laughs> I mean, like, like, hey, look, like, look, woman, you're trying to kill me. What better way to go out than with a Kroger bag on your head, right? But yeah, that's okay. It's okay. I'm staying strong. <clears throat> Round two, I'll survive it. I won't. I won't get it. Putting it out. Are there. you taking your zinc and vitamin D? Um, I, I'm eating a lot of dirt. Uh, oh, licking, well, you, that's dirty better. countertops. Yeah. You know, just trying to stay healthy. <laughs> Let people sneeze right in your face. Yes. That's my favorite. <laughs> you get a little mist off of it. Yeah, like, oh, God, where did that come from? Oh, oh, you. Like, it just pulls you off a little bit. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just rub it in. <laughs> Exfoliate with your expelling fluids from your nose. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, now, uh, I guess now that we, we don't have just COVID to dodge. Now we we've got this monkey pox. But thankfully that sounds terrifying. That sounds terrifying. Um, because I, I do not want my you know my face to start bulging and my pits to start itching and you know, me liking bananas a lot. 
<laughs> speaking of that. Oh, yep. Speaking of bananas. What, what were you I getting heard. at there, J. Rod Lee? <laughs> I heard. Oh, that this is highly transmittable through a certain demographic. What, is, what demographic is that? Uh, the banana demographic it, it's not based off of color it's a pull the pole action there <laughs> uh, manhole oh. action all right yeah guys hey you know uh, what the favorite game in the Jamaican prison is what's up Pokemon <laughs> Oh, oh man! Right, I'm done. I'm done. Dude, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Hold on, I'm gonna have to mute Jared real quick. He's getting out of hand. Hold on. <laughs> Hope my mother doesn't listen to this one. She will. She will. I'll tell her. I'm like, hey, Sandy, this one's a really good episode. Ah. Check it out. <laughs> Your son's getting carried away tonight. <laughs> uh. Oh man, but uh, yeah. So just in case you guys out there think that this monkeypox stuff is is going to be like a big to do um as jared was saying and as i've as i have read apparently the only people that have gotten this huh, are guys who well like guys if you catch my drift oh and apparently it is transmitted through you know the intercourse so, unless you I, are, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I have not read up on it much personally. Uh, well, I'd heard about it back was it December when we started first hearing about it. I don't remember when it was. Like I just briefly heard about it, and then it kind of went away. Yeah, and then now I'm hearing about it again. I haven't really researched much of it. I do know that some of the pictures that they're showing of the blister. Did you see the hand that had the blisters yeah. on it? Yeah, I did. That's a photocopy of somebody with shingles. <laughs> is it? Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not monkeypox. Oh my gosh. I, I know they keep trying to be like, oh, now we're all going to get the smallpox vaccine. I'm like, well, do we smallpox. not take that already? Well, see, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, I thought, you know, us as kids had already oh, got all had to get that the smallpox stuff, but uh, I haven't researched it. Oh, we must need a booster on that. Yeah, booster. That's, that's what it is. It's the boosters. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really know because I, I brought that up. You know, the summer. I was like, why would we be worried about it, or why would we need smallpox? Like, didn't we get that? And she seems to think that it was um, eradicated and gone before we before. we were born, so that we didn't actually need to get it. So I don't know. I haven't looked it up. I've been uh, too busy. So I wonder if it's also like chicken pox. If you have chicken pox, you can't get it again. That's uh, yeah. That so I wonder if, if those of us that have had chicken pox, that we're susceptible to this or not. Well, I mean, only, I know for sure if you can only get it that one way. I'll yeah, only only if you like other men, you get monkey pox. <laughs> I mean, I was getting really curious because it kept coming up, and I kept reading stuff on it, and they're like monkey pox, monkey pox. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. You know, I forget. Yeah, was... they're just gonna go ahead. No, they're just gonna use that as another way to 
put us in lockdowns or anything else like they did with COVID. Yeah. So they're going to try. Right. And that was one thing that led me to kind of look this thing up is because I forget what country it was, but they were already doing like quarantines, like mandatory quarantines on anybody that had monkeypox. And I was like, great. I mean, this can't be that freaking bad. Like, honestly. So I looked it up and I started reading and I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm safe. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's, there was like, I think a whopping like 70 cases in Europe. That's and it? Yeah. And then there's like, gosh, I don't know, maybe like two here in the States. There was a case in Canada. Uh and then I want to say, I feel, I think it's like most of the cases were all with homosexual men. So we're safe, Jared. Yes. Yes, indeed we are. Unless you have, you don't have any dark, dirty secrets we need to tell me, do you? Not with that. Not with that. Oh, okay. Well, I we'll do work do that. for a top secret government agency. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not allowed to tell a lot of what I do for my living. <laughs> you heard it here first folks you think he's joking until we don't see jared anymore <laughs> and then we know like oh man maybe he was telling the truth you'll never know no we'll never know <clears throat> but yes i don't know i'm not i'm not getting all hyped up or you know worried about this whole monkey pox thing if you are worried about it then uh, I'll tell you to not be worried about it, but you are your own person. So if you feel like much research is, is scary, yeah, go uh, go look it up. Do your own reading, you know. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, this has been around for quite a while. It has been, yeah. It has been around for a hot minute. And it's mainly in um, Africa, you know, of course. That's what I was going to say. It reminded me a little bit, obviously not the way the virus works, but Ebola, right? Ebola's been around for forever. Yeah. And like every now and then you'll have these surges where it'll pick up and you'll hear about it and then it goes away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So we had that big uh, outbreak what, when Obama was in office of Ebola that everybody was freaking well, out. Ebola, yeah. That actually legitimately <laughs> kind of freaked me out. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, that's, you know, here you have COVID that's a 99% survival rate and you have Ebola, which is pretty deadly. Yes. Yeah, and quick. About- it's like quick. Yeah bleeding out of like all your orifices doesn't sound like a, a cool thing to go through it was literally well you and i grew up in the age where we watched the movie outbreak oh yes that was a great movie it was dude and morgan that's exactly freeman what i thought enough. of yep <laughs> yes. oh, who else was it morgan freeman uh, dustin hoffman yeah hold on i'm gonna yeah that was a good movie dude i want to check it out real quick but uh but yeah i mean that's that's exactly what uh, you think about, you know, when you hear about Ebola, it's these freaking little monkeys. Uh, let's see. So, eyes and all that, dude. Makes me want to watch it again. Uh, that was a good movie, man. So, see, we had Dustin Hoffman, Renee Russo, Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey, Cuba Gooding Jr. I forgot uh, about both of those guys being in it. Donald Sutherland and Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey's the guy that oh, brought it from Africa. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey, he's he's the uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy hottie, isn't he? I've never watched that. Oh, I, I haven't either. I haven't yeah. either. I've not watched it either, Jared. <laughs> Stop making. Shh. 
Quit acting like you ain't seen that. You know you've oh, seen you like one of getting monkey pox, Brian. I, I'm not getting monkey pox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have seen him on Sweet Home Alabama and Enchanted. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I have seen Sweet Home Alabama. I will admit, it's just some, some things you you don't. If you're in a heterosexual relationship, there are just some things you can't avoid seeing, and uh, and and that is one of those those shows <laughs> i had to Movies. settle for a chick flick that's probably one of the better ones yeah it's not the same one where she was like here you have a baby at a bar that the same one <laughs> cracks me yeah. up every time i'm sorry yeah i'm coming off left field but yeah she's like really you got a baby in a bar and I'm like yeah whatever you know like one milk to go please you know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll take a milk on the rocks. Yeah, milk on the rocks. <laughs> Shaking, not stirred. <laughs> oh my golly. Um, but yeah, so that 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 whole thing is what led me to go and do a little googling on, on monkeypox, and um, unless they've changed it in like the past week or so, that's what I read, and so I'm not scared and. I feel like most of the the world shouldn't be too awfully worried about it. You know, you probably have a a better chance of uh, being killed in a mass shooting than you do getting monkeypox. Apparently, uh, well, as the last couple months have shown us, that's going to be a I guess a new norm. The worst of which being the one a couple of days ago. That was awful. Dude. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's my son's I... age, man. That would have been his classroom, dude. If that happened here. Yeah. Yeah, and it's gosh, man, like these uh these shootings are are very very interesting to say the least. Like we went forever and didn't have you know any of these shootings. And then all of a sudden you have uh, two, what two in a week. And then uh yeah. We've had that one in Buffalo. Yeah. And then the the Texas one. The Texas one. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, me being me, I'm like, here we go again. You know, I mean, I, I, I hate to be that way, but like you, after seeing so many of this go on and seeing these quiet periods, and then all of a sudden it's just, it's every day. Someone's getting shot. Someone's getting killed. All this going on. And then all of a sudden, what do you know? Gun control legislation is start, starts to get thrown around. Dude, they jumped on that before the day was over. So the shooting happened on Tuesday. By that night, they were already working yeah. hard on it, man, like really using that to – and look, I mean, I expect nothing less right. for no scumbags. Yeah, of course. To try to use that. But it just <laughs> – their arguments make no sense. No, it, it really doesn't. It's it's just like, oh, you know, we got to have more gun control. We need to keep hands out of crazy people and or sorry, keep guns out of the hands of crazy people. Um, but we're not going to focus on the mental illness, just focus on the fact that he that he had a gun, that he had a, a weapon of sort. And it's always they're always AR-15s, always every weapon, every massacre is an AR-15. Uh, which, a weapon of war. Yep. Oh, Let's let's not have weapons of war in our hands. High capacity magazines. 
that cracks me up. Hive capacity. Like, oh, okay. You mean the the twenty or thirty round mag that comes with most AR fifteen yeah. or AR style yeah. rifles? Like you can go to AK and get a thirty round that comes with it. Yeah. Like so that's the standard that's... issue for the AK. <laughs> yeah. And it's just uh, dumb, dude. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Jared. This is like I'm tired of guns being blamed. Like, I, I'm sorry. Guns don't do anything unless they are made to do something. Just like cars don't do anything unless they are made to do something. Um, let's see, what else can we say? Oh, yeah. Um, alcohol. You know, you leave it sitting there. You don't get drunk off of it. But, you know, we have all these deaths through wrecks and drunk driving but we never blame the car or the alcohol no you know we blame the person so why is it when there's a school shooting we're not or any shooting for that matter the person's never blamed it's always the gun it's the gun's fault he shouldn't have had that gun he didn't have that gun he wouldn't kill that many people and i'm like Dude, we, it's it's not a gun problem. It's never been a gun problem. It is. I mean, this idiot drove his truck or his grandmother's truck, I think, because he shot her and stole the truck, I believe. Mm-hmm. Drove it to the school and then crashed through a barricade with it. Who's to say he didn't just? He, I mean, he could have easily just as waited for them to be in recess and just drove through the whole class. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. We had the guy up in was it Waukesha, was Wisconsin? The yeah, how you say it? Yeah, we had that issues. Drove through the, <laughs> I to say that. Drove through the uh, Christmas parade yeah. and killed a bunch of people. But yeah, the car wasn't at fault. But here, the guns at fault. Yeah, of course. It makes no. There's no logic to it. No, and and one thing you, you kind of have to ask too is like uh, this kid was, um, I think his high school dropout. He was 18, and yet he was able to purchase two assault rifles. And ammunition. Dude, he bought almost 400 rounds of ammunition. Yeah. And then bought the two guns, the one of which I think he bought just days before the shooting. Right. So my thing is, is like, one, what, where does the money come from? That's what I was wondering. He's yeah. 18. He didn't even have yeah. a job anymore because like, he worked at a Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah. It was Wendy's. He's pulling in the big bucks, man. He's pulling in, I mean, you know, that $15 an hour. <laughs> he must have been an OnlyFans. <laughs> Do those little feet videos. <laughs> well, I'm telling you what, if you've seen some of his social media posts, he looked like some of those confused cross-dressing weirdo dudes. You know? Oh, that can go back into a conversation you and I had on the previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, these people need psychological help. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, let me tell you. So, yeah, on the this whole uh, transgender thing, I, I know we're kind of <clears throat> jumping off to the side here a little bit because of I'm trying to focus on this whole, you know, guns and shooting and all this stuff. But uh, I had I had a drill weekend. Uh, yeah, like this past weekend. So it's you know, you know, got a little bit of baby face going on. You know, um, God, I I, <laughs> I hate that I even have to I even bring this up, but I, I have to because it still irritates the snot out of me. Um. <laughs> Part of our weekend, 
was a, a, a transgender class that we had to sit through. So stupid, dude. Saw that on schedule and I was like, oh my gosh, here we go. <laughs> this is about to hit the level of all stupidity that is just on par for the military right now. Uh, so we get to a part where we're about to start the class. This lieutenant that's in my platoon, fantastic dude. Love him to death. <laughs> he also knows me very well, although he's pretty new. Calls me over. He's like, hey, man. Um, I, was like, I said, don't worry, sir. I'm not going to say anything. He goes, oh. He's like, thank goodness. He said, thank you. He's like, I, I, you know, not, not anything against you, but he's like, I just, you know, I felt like I was going to be put in a really weird position there. I was like, no, no, it's all good. Like, I get it. Like I, I'm already been preparing myself for this one because I saw that it was coming and it's one of those, it's going to be really hard for me to be quiet, but I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. You didn't make it. Did you? Uh, I did. I didn't, I never said anything out loud for the rest of, of the group to hear, but I did get up twice and talk to two specific people uh, there in my unit that I feel comfortable talking to about stuff like this in which they turned around and, and voiced the question for me. So it wasn't coming from me. <laughs> well played. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out. Okay. But, um, Oh my gosh, dude, the, the amount of hoops, that the, the army and I guess the military as a whole actually is jumping through to accommodate these people is absolutely incredible. They, for <laughs> lack of better terms, really tell everyone else that isn't transgendered or like I like to say, confused folks, uh, basically just have to suck it up and get over it. We're not allowed to be uncomfortable. We're not allowed to question anything. We are, or we're told that we need to fix how we respond. We need to fix how we feel because this is just what it is and we need to get over ourselves. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, we'll keep listening to this stuff. And they're like, <laughs> so deers, it's, you know, it's an acronym for, I'm not, I can't remember what it stands for now, but it's, it's basically where you put your family where you get your insurance and your ID cards and all this stuff. Like it, oh, okay, gotcha. it's a tracker for all that. Well, Deers is also what labels you as male or female. That's where your info goes into. So they're like, you know, if someone is, is going through this process, they have to go to Deers and have their identifier change to whatever they identify as. And they're like, and currently it's only male or female right now. I'm like, oh, right now. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> Consider, nah, I digress. <clears throat> so <laughs> in, order, in order to go and get your marker changed, your your identity marker, sexual preference marker, or whatever you want to call it, changed in Deers, you have to like see a civilian doctor, psychologist, whatever, you know, all that stuff, and have it documented that you 
legitimately are going through this and you feel that you are male, female, whatever it may pertain to. And then that also has to be turned into an officer, a medical officer in the military, in our case, in the army. And they have to decide that, yes, this is legitimate documentation. And this is how this person generally is. This is just this is what they feel. They really think they're male. They really think they're female. And they sign off on it. So once they have that, they can now go to Deers and be like, I'm a male now, or I'm female now, and change it. <laughs> One guy asked a question. He goes, hey, uh, hey, first sergeant, um, how are we going to know what their marker is in Deers? <laughs> like, if they're a male, and we don't know that they've decided that they want to be female, um, how do we know? <laughs> like, that's fantastic. Great question. Like, yeah. And so it's basically their job to tell us that they now identify as such. And at that point, once it has been changed in Deers, we're no longer allowed to call them as we see them. We have to call <laughs> them as they have been identified in Deers. I'm like, oh my God. I'm just sitting there like shaking my head and trying to wrap my head around this thing the whole time. I was like, this sounds absolutely absurd. And now, <laughs> as long as they have changed their marker in deers, they can go to whatever sleeping quarters and such as is, is identified in deers. They don't have to have any surgeries, nothing. They can be completely anatomically correct. So long as deer states they are whatever sex they are allowed to be part of that group in all forms and fashion. That is ridiculous, dude. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I like, I miss you. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, I want to say something so bad. It's driving me crazy. So I'll walk over and I was like, okay, question. And, <laughs> and they're looking like, oh gosh, like what? <laughs> I'm like, just hear me out. I was like, what if? The majority of the people in the bay, I'll use the male bay as an example, is uncomfortable with a female, a, I'm going to use air quotes, folks. No, y'all can't see it. Air quotes. Female is in our bay sleeping with us, using the same showers, bathrooms, everything. Yeah. What then? Do our feelings not matter like we have to, do we have to set aside everything that we're uncomfortable with or don't agree with because this person decided that they're mentally disturbed and now need to be identified as, as an opposite sex. And they're like, okay, I'll ask a question, you know? So they ask, and the response was, what's their marker saying deers? What does that have to do? They'd be like, well, they identify as some would essentially be identifying as a male and they go, okay, what's the problem? It's like, uh, for they're not, for one, they're not male. Nothing about them has changed. They essentially would be a f complete female just in the male bay. And <laughs> yeah. So they were like, but if you're uncomfortable with it, then you probably shouldn't be in the army. Or flip but, it. 
Yeah, even they, exactly. You know, and you that, have the, the girl dorm or bunk, you know, whatever, and you have a dude that's yeah, not went just, through a change, just, just around. strolling right through the showers. I'm like, uh-huh. that's a huge problem. And they're so, and where we go on train, like these aren't like individual shower stalls. Like this, this is a a big, it's an open room with like four shower heads in it. Like, yeah, and two on one wall and two on another one. And that's that's what you got. You just stand there, you know, hanging out with everybody. But you can sometimes time it so you you know shower on your own. But I mean, it, it was just the the comment was, if you're uncomfortable, then maybe you shouldn't be in the army or you should get out. That's a good I was, response. Yeah. I, oh, that's okay. rational. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So let's just have a military full of confused folks. Because that's not damaging at all to a military, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's who I want supporting my freedom, defending my oh, freedom. God, dude, it <clears throat> it's absolutely incredible. And and now you know they would like our PT tests and stuff have now switched back over to um, standards being specific to age and gender. So now you could have a dude that wants to be a female. Doesn't have to look any different. But, he just can't. He just can't to, make the cut. <laughs> literally, <laughs> he's not making the cut. <laughs> uh, he still got his wainy wane. But, uh, I wonder, would they still want to do the helicopter in the shower? Just wondering. <laughs> Gosh, Almighty. But, uh, but yeah, so like. <laughs> I wish y'all could see this. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that's just it. Like I would no longer have to adhere to male grooming standards. Just like the video I showed you with the Air Force gentleman that identifies as a female. Have a nice long hair and paint your fingernails, blah, blah, blah. It's so Take the female PT test. She can't make it in the dudes. It's, oh, I just, I, yeah, it's an EO thing. Yeah. We, um, <clears throat> what's, what's that? Uh, it's an equal opportunity for everybody, no matter <laughs> oh, how I mentally disturbed you are. Yeah. 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 And so I, <laughs> After it doesn't sauce. sound like it's as equal for everybody. It sounds like it's just catered to them. Oh, it's very, yeah, it's very much catered. Like, and I, I've been told that I shouldn't say it like this, but I'm going to. For us that are normal, um, we're not allowed to be uncomfortable because those that are confused and not normal take precedence over everything. They are what we are supposed to cater to. We're supposed to cater to their feelings because they're confused. These are the same kids that grew up getting trophies for everything. Yeah. You know, this entitled, there is no such thing as a loser, but there is. Oh, yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Salvador Ramos being one of them, <laughs> he was a loser. Yes. I just, it, you would think that that something like that would be something that the military would 100% shy away from because 
here you are, you're introducing a demographic of people with a high suicide rate. Absolutely. You know, we already have issues with suicide in the military and you're going to make it worse. Yeah. Like and you're that, not, you're a hundred percent correct. Dude. I, I can, yeah. It, well, and not only that part of it too, but just like the legal aspect of it, like, okay, so you're going to put uh, a group of dudes and now this woman wants to be identified as that. And she's going to shower with them, use the bathrooms with them. Uh, like that's just problematic. Mm-hmm. She can oh, easily is. just say like, Oh, so-and-so, you know, touched me or whatever. It's like, Oh, I'm sorry. We're showering next to each other. I mean, yeah, right. You might bump and, into each other. And, you know, or the flip of that, you know, yeah. all girl bunk and then the dude in there. I mean, that is a, <laughs> that's a huge problem legally. It is, it is going to create an absolute nightmare effect. Like, I mean, the, the military as a whole, anyway, has, has sexual harassment issues as well. Like, it's a major freaking problem. And now you're going to sit there and you're going to introduce people into certain groups that don't look any different yeah like that yeah it's going to be you're asking for trouble yeah it's gonna get bad super bad and it's gonna get bad quick um i mean you know we had this conversation like oh man six years ago maybe a little longer because the you know the transgender stuff was was kind of coming to light and they were kind of talking about it and the military is still trying to decide what they were going to do with it and you know trump he comes on the scene and is like no we're not we're not doing that the transgender folks we're not allowing them in the military we don't need that problem we don't need those issues you know that's not something we need to worry about because it's going to it's going to take precedence over other stuff yeah. that you know shouldn't right you know it's going to overpower like oh we're going to worry about this guy just because he he wants to he wants to tuck his marriage tackle and we should be worried about writing all this other stuff and taking care of actual business but <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but and, and then oh, that's great you know, it was fine. It was all good. You know, they might have some issues with it and some people protesting it. Whatever. They didn't get in. This, <laughs> Joe Biden gets in January 20th, 2021. He signed an executive order January 25th of 2021 and reversed that whole thing. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand what they had to gain from that. They're not. I don't know. I don't understand why, why that would be something he even cared to address. I'm like, look, I'm not even dealing yeah. with this. I mean, <laughs> I got much bigger like... things to attack. You know, like, I'm trying yeah. to steal everybody's guns, trying to turn us into a communist state, trying to let the, the who take us over. Right. And just uh, bigger picture fry than <laughs> it's not like you had recruiters showing up and be like, hey man, like we, we can't get anyone in the military anymore because everyone's transgendered and they're not allowed, so we can't make our numbers. Like, no, that sorry, that wasn't that's not an actual issue. 
you know, so there was no burning reason to do that five days into your presidency because, oh my gosh, we have to have them in the army. Like, no, the only reason why we would have to have them in the army is because you are already starting the destruction of America from within. And that that's all that is. It is going to create so many issues in our military that we are going to be completely ineffective. Well, like you, for instance, dude, you're, you're getting ready to go out. You're, you're about done and you're not re-upping. And there's a lot of good soldiers, um, Marines, the whole list, man, that are like, I'm done with, we're losing a lot of the good guys. Mm-hmm. And it's the ones cheaper. that you can depend on, the ones that were in it for the right reasons, not, not this, not all these snowflakes that are getting in there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's much cheaper to retain an active soldier than it is to train a new one. Oh, I'm sure. You know, like you throw a little bonus at them. Like, I think it's like, it was like 20 grand now for six years. And <laughs> you throw that at them. Oh yeah. We keep, you're already in like, there's no issues. Like I'll throw some money your way and I won't have to waste hundreds of thousands of dollars to bring in a new recruit that might not, that be might not make it jack crap. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you may waste all your money and time on this guy that or girl and they fail, fail out and can't mm-hmm. make the cut. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot of money down the drain. Yeah. Or they is. turn out to be an absolute piece of work. <laughs> yeah. We, we, uh, when I was in basic, we actually had one guy that, that got kicked out for failure to adapt. So that was kind of fun to watch. <laughs> oh, dude, I bet that was. Yeah. He was a problem, but you know, he, he got, he ended up getting stuck there on posts longer than we did. So he should have just toughed it out and finished it. Off. <laughs> That was that was them giving them the idea. Uh, you want to play long? Here you go. Okay, we'll just keep you here forever. <laughs> All right. We'll play your little game with you. Man, dude. It's a scary thing. And I, I'm glad that I'm as close to getting out as I am because I the way things are going, like I can't take it in personally. It's driving me crazy. Like I, I I'm I'm not built to uh to succumb to all these special interest groups. That's no, it's not how I work. And I, I'm the same way, dude. <laughs> you got to resist it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you have to resist it. Oh my gosh. But um, but yeah, I mean, kind of coming back around. You know, we talked about um, you know, the mental illness aspect of it all, and you know, we were talking about the the guns and the, the mass shootings. And, you know, I got into a conversation with, with a dude on Facebook and um, I said, you know, the guns aren't the problem. Guns have never been the problem. Uh, I was like, every time we see mass shootings happen within days, or if not even on the same day, the Democrats are pushing legislation to re- for more gun control. And I was like, you, you can't, you can't legislate good behavior. You just can't. No, that's you what know? it comes down to. Yeah. And he was like, okay, well then would you be all for um, doing, doing more for mental health issues? I was like, oh yeah, a hundred percent. I was like, that's, that's the main problem with this. It's like, it, it's not a gun problem. It's a mental health problem. You know, 
Uh, like it, if we could get this fixed, I mean, there's probably no way you would ever get that fixed, but it's just one of those things. Like that's the real issue behind all this. There's always going to be evil, dude. There's always going to be those people who will just do evil things to people. Like they're yeah. just going to do it. I mean, we've seen it throughout all of history and you can take guns away. Sure. Apparently Biden recently just said within the last couple of days that he's okay with a potential confiscation of weapons of war. <laughs> Gosh. Or something like that. Even from law abiding citizens who have no, uh, who've passed all their background checks. Did you see that? Uh, uh-uh, I didn't see that yet. So Jeez, fact check me on me. that if you want to, because I did, it was literally like a news uh, the little ticker at the bottom of the screen as I was watching uh, Tucker Carlson just before you and I got on here. Yeah, I saw something it. on that. But um, evil is always going to be a problem. They're going to figure out a way to do it. Well, yeah. Take the other picture. Just take them out. Okay. Well, we had the Vegas driver that just decided to take his car down the sidewalk where people were eating dinner out of those, out on mm-hmm. the sidewalk and, and walking, killed yeah. people. We had Timothy McVeigh who detonated a moving truck full of fertilizer. Yeah. I mean, people look, look at England. You know, they had that soldier that was hacked to death by machetes. Well, that, yeah, and that's just it. If someone's going wants to inflict harm, it doesn't They're going matter. To do it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if he has access to a gun or not. It's going to be a car. It's going to be a knife. It's going to be a helicopter. It's going to be, I mean, whatever the crowd, bat. Like, it's going to be anything. And people are sick. You know? Yeah. A, a gun doesn't they go, make it any better or worse. It goes back to what you were saying, though. It's the it's the mental illness. It's, these people need, you know, psychological help. But this guy, this Texas shooter, he's 18. So there's not a long history of right. patterns that you see with him, right? Right. Yeah, they were even saying that that he didn't have any mental health issues. That they know of. None documented at all. Yeah. So, I mean, but even with that being the case, so, okay, yes, in Texas, you can't purchase firearms at the age of 18. Okay. And if no one has any pre existing conditions of mental illnesses, I don't care how many background checks you do, you're never going to find that until the person snaps. Right. You know, you can't fix everything. There's like, this is what I was saying. You can't legislate your way to a perfect world. It was the same way with the Virginia Tech shooter. Like he had nothing on his, I mean, it was a squeaky clean when you looked at, when they did his background, like there was nothing. Yeah. There was no red flags. There was nothing that would have made you think like, holy cow, this might be the guy that snaps and just kills everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you used to like in, in school, you look for the kids with the long trench coats to make sure you give them like a Snickers every day. So they leave you alone <laughs> if they do go crazy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> we, we had two kids that went to school with us, man. And this was right after Columbine. And they were wearing their trench coats. And one of them carried two backpacks. Gosh. And he was slinging over one over each shoulder. And yeah. me being the guy that I am, we was always like, we called him Rosie because his cheeks would get real red. <laughs> so we'd pick on him a lot. Like, hey, Rosie. He'd be like, shut up. And finally, we were sitting there in class one day. And they were like, Rosie, what do you carry your two little backpacks for? <laughs> I kid you not. He goes, one's got my guns and the other's got my ammo. And all of us was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, am I on your list, Rosie? He's like, if you keep calling me that, you are. 
get my lipstick out mark you off. but he wasn't i mean he wasn't like that we that was like freshman year senior year we were all pretty cool and he would joke but he would laugh about that oh, and none yeah. of us t- took him serious but you did have those people that you could like look at and be like dad there's something a little off here mm-hmm. yeah you can typically tell but i you know you, you look back in gosh what was like the 50s or whatever like they used to let you bring your firearms to school and they would have like gun safety lessons you know all this stuff i don't remember there being any mass shootings back then you know maybe we need to start doing that again have kids bring their weapons in so we can teach them how to safely operate them or i mean i don't know i'm not opposed to that but why not let teachers carry that was going to be my next big point so did you hear that it took the police like an hour apparently it took a long time to get to the building yeah they were detaining parents outside i'm like good luck because if that's my kid that's in there and y'all are just standing out here i'm going in exactly and you're not you can tase me that's fine once that five second ride's over with i'm getting back (laughs) up and going in there I just stand here sometimes and tase myself so that it's ineffective when it comes time. <laughs> I like to do the pepper spray to myself. <laughs> pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But no, seriously, but they, just... they, 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 even on top of that, you, you know the the slow response time. Say that he was parked or he was walking around outside of the school for twelve minutes shooting. Yeah, yeah, he shot at two people. Minutes at a funeral home. Who told? They called, I guess they called 911 and said, hey, this dude just ran through a barricade and he's walking around the school and he shot at us. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what? How do you walk around for 12 freaking minutes outside doing that? Okay, so ah, here we go. Here, This is the rabbit hole. It's how does someone walk around for 12 minutes outside with hundreds of rounds of ammunition two assault rifles at the age of 18 and nothing happens. How does someone lug duffel bags of weapons and ammunition into a hotel lobby up to his room and open fire on a country music concert? Like stuff doesn't make sense, you know? So when stuff starts not making sense, you start to have to question like, was this an orchestrated attack for a certain agenda? You know, like w- this kid was clearly like, you know, a, f- a fall guy. Like, hey, we'll, we'll let you buy whatever you want. Here's money. Go buy these things and go do this. You know, like you hate to be that way, but you look at Sandy Hook and a lot of the other um, air quotes, shooting crises that we've had and there's been certain photos that have floated around that have gone to prove that there are there are some crisis actors out there that have actually showed up as being dead people in multiple events and i mean you i don't want to look at everything that way but i think they've pushed things to a point where like, okay, you almost have to think that way. Like, this doesn't, none of this makes real sense. It really doesn't. Like, how, how do, like, legitimately, how does someone walk around for 12 minutes outside shooting that shit? 
Like, I don't so understand. at work, we'll we will work in tandem with the, the police department. Yeah. Right. So when there's what we call an active aggressor, mm-hmm. PD gets there, they don't wait. They, there is no waiting for the negotiator of the SWAT team. Like as soon as they arrive on scene, they make entry. They may wait for one other officer to get there so they can at least have yeah. somebody in there because they don't know how many shooters there are, but Right. There is no time to wait. So as soon as we show up, we get vested, and then we run in with another officer, and we start setting up casualty collection points, mm-hmm. and we start dragging the wounded in there and treating them until we can get them out of there. Right. So this this whole thing, and it is different with kids, man. Especially, and I, and I it is for me particular because I can make runs on adults that have been stabbed, to death, shot to death, killed in car wrecks, and everything else like that, and I can look at that and. Mm-hmm. not think twice about it right but right. you know you make something with a little kid dude oh yeah and that's that's it does it alters things a lot and you definitely put more uh of an emotion emotional response into it mm-hmm. um you take it hard like when it doesn't work your efforts so right. my point being when you show up on scene you're that first officer and you know you're at elementary school full of a bunch of little kids you go in 100%. You don't sit there and wait for somebody else to get there. Like there's literally children being shot. There was reports that one kid was shot five different times. That's crazy. Well, and the, he locked himself in one room. Yeah. It was an adjoining room. So he, that one room connected to another room. Yeah. Okay. So he was able to just go back and forth and just shoot <laughs> these kids, dude, at will, you know, run out of, take a high capacity magazine out of it. He had all the time in the world to just change magazines. If he oh, had yeah. only 10 rounds in his magazine, who cares? Like he's yeah. still going to be able to kill. Even if he just had a handgun. Yeah. Oh, or a knife. Like those kids weren't going anywhere. No. I... And apparently and this is devastating, but apparently the police had told him like, if you feel like you need help call out. Well, one of the girls in the class who had hidden and he hadn't seen her called out and he went and found her and killed her. Jeez. Like that's just I can't even imagine, dude. No, that those kids, dude, we're no. going through, man. And that that's why I'm I'm all for arming teachers. Or yeah, I've seen maybe not every about, one of them. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot about about this too. It's like dude, we we have a a lot of vets out there looking for jobs. Yeah, put them in the school. They would be absolutely tickled to death to have a firearm across their chest. Garden kids, they would freaking Dude, love it. I have, I have seriously contemplated way before this happened. Since my son started school kindergarten, taking my off days, parking my car in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and just hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I, but you know, um, I mean, it's even some schools like they they put these resource officers in there, but they're typically old, overweight. They're not going to do anything. They they no. don't want confrontation. They don't. No. They just want to get a. They're there to get a paycheck because they think the likelihood of something actually happening is so slim. Yeah, this is going to be an easy gig. They're probably like within two to five years of retirement, yeah. and that that is their easy chair out. I, I just there there's things that can be done that can can make this process safer for for everybody. They just have to get our heads away from 
the gun being the issue and look at what can we do to the schools to make them safer. And I'd much rather have an armed guy or multiple ones at each entrance. Yeah. Stand there all day. I'll do it. I mean, shoot. absolutely. I would do it. <laughs> Heartbeat. So tell me, I'll, I'll sit in a chair. I'll watch the door all day. I don't care. I got nothing else better to do than to sit there. No. Yep. Exactly. Well, Jared, we are uh, coming up on our time again, man. So I think we'll we'll probably end it there. Um, guys, I, I know this is kind of a, a touchy subject for, for some people, but, you know, like, like we've always said with this podcast, you know, we're, we'll, <laughs> we'll give it to you as real as we can. And um, I'm a pretty strong, opinionated person and, and it's hard to sway me on some things, but you know, um, these things are tragedies, nevertheless. No, no matter what, yeah, it's horrific. What dude. happens, you know, just because we're arguing a certain point doesn't mean, you know, we don't feel for the families uh, of those people. But our our country can do better. They're just not willing to, and it's frustrating. And so. We, you know, we don't want y'all to have a, any sour taste in your mouth over, you know, what's said on the podcast. You know, it's just, it's just truth. It's just reality of the fact that, you know, things can be done better. Well, we can do better and we have to do better. That um, is completely unacceptable to allow anything like that to happen to your children. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter if, uh, the child's getting getting killed by a, a crazy man with a gun or uh, being ripped out of your womb. You know, child's a exactly. child. No, so, 100%. Um, life is a life, born or not. And thus far, yeah, you know, we've had over 60 million babies killed. I know we've lost a lot to gunfire, but if we're going to get mad, let's get mad at the right stuff. And maybe then we can make a change. So, uh, guys... On that note, we uh, we appreciate you listening. Um, if you got any comments or you know anything you want to throw our way, even if it's a little bit of shade and some hate, you can send it our way. Just leave a, a comment if you like what we talk about. Um, leave us a review. Give us five stars. Really helps us out. But um, I think on this note, yeah, we're going to bounce in and call it a night, man. So, Jay, you got any last words or? I do not. No, all right. Thank you all for listening to us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We love y'all. <laughs> we do. And uh, you guys stay safe, and we will catch you in the next one. So see you guys. Thanks for listening. Later. We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink.